Welcome to Balancing Work and Motherhood, the podcast for working mothers by working mothers. All we have to be is our best selves. Welcome. All right, I think today's topic is going to be a spicy one. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think it resonates with a lot of the... It resonates with me, it resonates with you. I think it resonates with a lot of moms. So, yeah, you better get started. I'm ready. I honestly didn't get the magnitude of this topic until, like... When I came back from maternity leave. Yeah. So today's topic is working mom guilt. Um, and today's word is? It's gratitude. Just being grateful. Taking a step back from wherever you are and just being grateful for the opportunities you're given. Be it the income that you get from your job, the people mm-hmm. around you that support you, your support system, your village that is helping you kind of navigate these tough waters, mm-hmm. being grateful and being open to these experiences as you follow along your journey. Yeah, amen to that. And I was super, super grateful that um, the company that we work for gave me a month to work from home. So that was absolutely amazing. And then when I came back to the office, which was now in November, it was like, the duality of the guilt that I felt was insane. So I was happy to go back to the office, right? And then I was kind of relieved to be able to just sit there and work and not have to worry about baby Ryan. Yeah. And then I felt so freaking guilty. I'm like, I am such a horrible mom. How can I be happy that I'm away from my baby? Yeah. And then the week set in, right? And then the second week came by. And then I felt so guilty that I was working and spending all this time. And then the commute to go back home. By the time I got home, he was sleeping. Yeah. Right? So then I would wake him up to give him his last feeding. Only time we got to spend together. And then he would sleep. Now, thank God he's sleeping through the night. It was like, I didn't know what to do with myself. I know. And it's hard. It's It's not an easy thing. And like, listen, there's no... There's nothing to say to it. Like, I feel yeah. it. I'm, my daughter's older. She's in college. We're an adult. Like, everything. And I still feel guilt. Like, she called me yesterday. She calls me in the middle of the day. And she wants to chat. She wants to chat about, like, her day or talk through a problem. They stole her wreath. And that was the latest drama they went. And I couldn't talk to her. I was like, buddy, I gotta call you back. You know, and it's one of, it's really hard. And I felt terrible because, you know, she felt, it's something stupid. Her wreath got stolen from the front door of her apartment. It's important to her. And it's important to her, but it was yeah. like that time with her just to kind of dedicate to her. Um, I felt guilt. And it was something, you know, like as a mom, like I felt guilty. I personally had a working mom as well. And I felt very abandoned by my mom while she was working a lot. Not abandoned, but very neglected, let's say. Yeah. And she was doing the best she could for us. And it was, you know, now as an adult, being in the same situation you can kind of understand it and kind of reflect on it yeah but it does impact you so i always had that kind of in the back of my mind and when i was raising taylor and i was kind of going through things when i couldn't participate in stuff the guilt that i felt was like crushing and it's crazy because like i'm super grateful that i have my job i'm super thankful that we get to we have a hybrid model so we work from home mondays and fridays tuesdays and thursdays we're at the office and you know like I, I can provide for my family and I can provide for Ryan and I and I can do everything that I have to to be a responsible adult right um and then at the same rate it's like 
how do you find that balance so that you have enough time with your kiddo, still be like a successful business person, right? Because my career doesn't all of a sudden dissolve right. when I became a mom, nor did my ambitions. Right. And then not feel guilty for wanting those things. Right. And it, 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 it there's no easy answer. I don't think, I mean, I, I still don't know it. I don't know. Like, love to hear what you guys have to, your thoughts on it, you know? Um, there's no easy answer. Like, your ambitions don't go. And actually, like, your ambitions become more important when you have this person that you're responsible to provide yeah. for. So your job becomes all the more important. Um, and it's not easy. And it's just, like, how do you do it? And, yeah. I, you know, there is no such thing as balance. We've talked about it before. It's just a give and take. And it's giving ourselves some grace. Yeah. And that's all that is. Like, um, field days for me were rough. Like... We have, um, you know, field days. There's small things, field trips, small things that happen in your kids' day-to-day life. It doesn't matter. They're kind of insignificant, you know. But, like, what I noticed is whenever we were present at those things, she was so happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, a big deal for her. Like, whenever Ryan was telling me a story that he went to a field trip with her and she would walk him around and be like, this is my dad. This is my dad. This is my dad. She was so happy that he was there um that it was awesome like when he would go to the field days and we would you know we're those parents so we would make shirts they would say taylor's mom and taylor's dad so what i would try to do is and i worked really far at that point like she went to a school down south in miami-dade county and i worked in broward and hollywood so when she was like in elementary i would go for the first part wearing the shirt that yeah. I would say, so it was a matching shirt, whatever shirt that they were wearing, and I would put on the back of it, Taylor's mom, Tay-Tay's mom, whatever. And I would go and try to be there, and then my husband would stay, and he would either volunteer, or he would just be there to whatever, for whatever event she was like participating in a field day. Um, but Nali, like, I would cry the whole yeah. way to work, and I would say, God, you know, like, man like i'm missing so many things and i tried to squeeze the juice out of every stage of her life like Mm -hmm. every competition it was it's crushing like it's soul crushing her senior year she um she danced in high school and her dance her competition team didn't dance until compete for her school until she was a senior she competed at her studio but she didn't compete for school and it was a huge deal and it's like this huge competition it's called the contest of champions it's a huge thing she was the captain she had a solo she was doing all these things and it wasn't like you know she's always said i'm never I, she's not going to be a dancer she's going to be an engineer but whatever but it was something cool for it her she worked really hard for her yeah. yeah and i was coming back from new jersey from a work trip and i was in the airport and i was like i my boss was beautiful and gracious enough to change my flight from miami to orlando so i could make it to for like the competition week yeah but her solo got moved up and you missed it and i got deleted and i missed it and i was watching it from the airport and like i'll never forget it i'm sitting there watching on my phone on the airport wi-fi and this lady's looking over my shoulder and i'm crying watching the live stream of my daughter dance this solo her senior year of high school guys you know what i mean like this one chance to see it and i'm crying and i'm like man i missed it and the it was, I, I went through so many things, honey, and I couldn't, like, it was just one of those things, and the lady next to me was crying, she was, it was, she was wonderful, and we're both crying Aww. together, and it was, it was rough. Yeah. And, like, I flew to the airport, I ran out, and I ran into, like, the 
the competition rolling my suitcase like a lunatic just making sure so that she knew i was there and i was there to support her and then there's just like nothing that alleviates it you're always gonna feel it some days worse than others yeah some days you can compartmentalize and say i'm doing it for you and you can kind of talk them through it but it's rough yeah and somebody gave me really great advice they told me just be present whenever you're with them and that's those are the moments that they're going to remember they're not going to remember like all the times that you're at work they're just going to remember the time that you spent with them whether it was an hour five minutes or whatever it may be and i try to be present as much as possible and like i love what i do and and you know we spoke about this like that's not going to change and then i think how am i going to be able to handle all of this once he gets older and we start doing activities you know like how i balance missing something that for him is super important you know but then if i have a really important work activity like yeah how do i find that yep and for me it's been it's a blessing because i have a really great village um i have an outstanding husband i have a great partner that is like probably that he's the mvp of our situation he's the most valuable parent i'm just i just do hair and makeup and buy clothes um but he's really the one that would do most of like the heavy lifting in it my sister's amazing like my sisters go to everything my sister and my sister-in-law never miss anything they would go to stuff so if it wasn't us it would be someone else in our circle that would participate so that she felt loved supported and seen and like just like you know that her hard work was like recognized um but it's not easy and just trying to be present with them is, is also hard because when you're pulled in so many directions one of the things that we do that helps us is like you know talking to her and kind of helping her like understand the situation that we're in and how it's a balance and how i do my best kind of helped too she was like she would you know so when she was little she would go to school with me so every now and like it was not because i it was fun but just every semester for whatever reason i was i didn't have a babysitter yeah. you know and i would have to unfortunately take her to class with me and she went to class with me every semester at least once um for example you know and you do what you got to do and she would go and she would take notes and she was part of my group my journey with me um and just letting her understand like this is this is for us you know this is like we do this for us and this is just sometimes we gotta give and take yeah um and by god's grace she's very you know she's very forgiving about it sometimes she gets her feelings hurt but she's very good about like allowing me to like my space to do the things that we need to do to provide for her and like the biggest elephant in the room that you and i have spoken is like balance is such a farce because it's there's this idea of like you have to have this like equal balance of your personal life your your life with your child or the time that you spoke with your child and work that's not feasible it's so hard to do that you know so for me it was really letting go of that idea and not trying to find that perfect balance because it doesn't exist it doesn't and sometimes you're going to be really great at one thing and really crap at another and it's yeah. just that's what we do and giving ourselves the grace to do it and just being grateful for the opportunity to do those things i think is um critical to kind of getting through it it's never easy it always sucks it's always hard like there's no there's no way that like you guys it doesn't get better. <laughs> She's 21 and like I still feel guilty like whenever I don't mm-hmm. do things like whenever I have to leave her or 
you know, I forget to do something or whatever. It's just one of if I could forget to call her. If we don't do our typical FaceTime, you know, at night. I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot. Like, I feel guilt. Yeah. You know, and what gives me a little bit of peace is that my husband is there. And, like, what we used to do a lot was videotape everything. And when I say everything, I mean, yeah. And, like, if I wasn't there to see it in person, I was able to experience it with her so we would make an event of it um she played flag football in high school and of course like flag football the games were in the middle of the day so ryan would record every game so i would sit there with them when i would come home from work and i would watch the game on video and we would watch it on the big tv downstairs as a family and then she would say okay mom like and she would it tell me like her thoughts of it and i would be present that way without being there yeah um and it i wasn't there and i missed it so there's kind of that thing but being able that gratitude of being able to watch it together and experience it anyway and finding a way to kind of participate you know what i mean in some yeah. small way and i love that i love that you guys made a big event out of it because yeah. it you know even if you weren't there personally it still lets her know like you're important this matters yeah, and it's yeah. a big deal to us. There is a, it's a famous video. It's on my social media, whatever. And it was like one of those field day things, you know, and she ran. Like it was, they call it a half mile or some race. And she won. And Ryan videotaped me. You can hear him screaming the whole thing. And we must have watched it like a thousand times. Because like, buddy, look. And we watched it together. Yeah. And it was just small things like that. Her shows, any shows that I missed, we would watch them. And we watched them together so that she knew it mattered to me. And her hard work was acknowledged and seen. Um, homework time, like projects, anywhere that I could sit and participate with her and invest time, I would do that. Yeah. Um, any, like her birthday parties are like a huge deal for me. So I would, I don't know, I would overcompensate like for her birthdays. And I would do these huge things or whatever I did to make her birthday like an event. So that she knew that she was seen and like that her life was important to me and it should be celebrated. So that's how I modify my working mom guilt. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, I definitely, if I miss something, I would love for my husband to record it. And I was thinking, I'm definitely going to steal that from you. Um, and that way I never miss anything that this little guy does. So this is baby Ryan's debut. <laughs> yes. Hello, mister. You're so handsome. And since baby Ryan had a debut today, I think it's only fair that we introduce... Big Ryan. Big Ryan, <laughs> who, by the way, is our producer and the editor of our videos. So, Ryan, you want to say a quick hi? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I don't know, the village is important. Yeah. It's actually really cool. It's just giving ourselves the greasy. You know, we, we have to work. We have no choice. We have to provide for our kids, yeah. you know? And it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, like, because being a mom isn't just one thing you're multifaceted mm-hmm. you know like you're you're many things you're a mom you're a boss you're a director you're whatever it is that you are um you're an author because then he's an author um and it's just allowing yourself to kind of be those things yeah. and a mom and those other things are what make you a good mom those lessons that you learn in those other situations make you a great mom you're a great mm-hmm. role model too What's well, what we've spoken about, right? It's it's not losing your your sense of like self, your identity, just because you became a mom. Right. Like my number one 
accomplishment that I will ever have, and I'm sure you feel the same way, is becoming a mom. Yeah. Like that's you know nothing yes. beats that. No, but it doesn't negate the fact that you know everything else that we're that we've done, everything yeah. else that we're working towards, us launching this podcast, for example. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And it's like, and the other thing is too. It's a cool thing for him to see. Yeah. Um, we haven't always lived in a world where working women, you know, it's it's acceptable to be a working mom or, you know, and it's and where when women are celebrated and we're in we're living in a time where we have the most equality we've probably ever had historically, and it's because of moms that have worked that have taught their sons that they they, men have seen their moms working where it's like acceptable. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it opens the door where it becomes the norm where they're like women work and they have just as much value as I do and like these different mindsets and it's just an example for your son. You can yeah. be smart, powerful, a mom and mold wonderful things and it's something to be celebrated. And we're both Hispanic. So, you know, it's a big thing in the Hispanic households where usually like the mom stays home, is the one that takes care of the kids and raises them, isn't necessarily the breadwinner. So also culturally there's I wouldn't say guilt because it doesn't affect either one of us. Yeah. But, you know, there is this stigma from maybe older generations where they expect you to, you know, be that role and it's not necessarily acceptable to to be a career yeah. woman, you know? Yeah. Or to have that kind of ambition. Yeah. And I I grew up in a house where my mom worked. My mom was a business owner. She was an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, to be honest. And she did a lot of things. So I was able to see that firsthand, that you can do these things and you can be multifaceted. Yeah. Um, I strive to have a little bit more balance in my motherhood and my career. But it is that stigma that you see in the Latino culture where it's like women have more, like there's just a different kind of, you're, bucket it a little bit differently so yeah and it definitely doesn't make you less than than a stay-at-home mom and no. you know stay-at-home moms that's a lot of work too. no it does it's a lot of work and it's hard and yeah it's, and i can't imagine that that's something that's like it there is no break that's all you're a mom the whole time and being able to kind of like focus on that it, it yeah. is tough and it is challenging and being able to kind of break away from that at least we have we kind of maintain our sense of identity yeah. when we get to work we get to be our like erica and natalie at yeah. work and you have that space whereas like they don't and i think that that's also really intense and they should be applauded one thousand percent like oh you agree too huh yes <laughs> i would not be able to go to the office and function at, at the level that we do if it wasn't for the nanny you know, I, I, I don't have a big village here just simply because my family is in California. My husband's family is in Cuba. So thank God for her. Yeah. And I, hands down, close my eyes, can leave him with her. And I know that he's going to be very well taken care of. She loves it like if, it, if he were her own. Yeah. You know, and thank God for that village yep. so that I can go to work. And be able to do what I have to do there. And then also, something that I'm working on is getting rid of that guilt. And mm. being okay that I like being at the office. That I like working. Yeah. And I don't think we're ever going to get rid of that guilt. Like It's just like, you know, we love our kids. We yeah. want the best for them. We want to be around them. And we want to participate in all of these things that, you know, we work really hard to pay for. But yeah. also, just they, they spend a lot of their time there. They eff- like They're happy with it. They enjoy it. Yeah. Um, being able to watch them in a show at school or an award assembly 
or like you know go to like like a some celebration at school you know those are things that you want to be able to do that you always can't when you're a working mom it's not feasible um and it's never going to go away it's always going to be there like my daughter plays playing intramural volleyball at her college at her university and like us not being able to watch it was really hard we were we were struggling so much not being able to participate because we love watching it we made her sit her cell phone in the gym stand it up like against a bleacher and it kept some people kept kicking it oh my gosh yeah but she did she was like mom did you see it and we were like yeah we were watching yeah. it the whole time it was crooked but we saw every play because that we you want to participate yeah. with them like and it's a thing and she's my bestie you know she's I, she's been in my life longer than she hasn't i've been her mom longer than i haven't been her mom yeah you know um and it's in my life like literally like that like and I, the things i like i like participating i like talking to my daughter she's really one we have a friendship that's you know as they've grown like being a parent and now that she's older it's being a, like a friend it doesn't go away natalie <laughs> we just have to combat it different ways and just give ourselves grace and just be grateful instead of like feeling guilty just be grateful for the opportunities that we have and giving ourselves like letting ourselves off the hook yeah no that and that's really important you know what i'm doing now do you know what a rampage is have you heard of that no abraham hicks no so abraham hicks um and esther hicks right she's a really famous medium and she channels a group of guides spirits whatever you want to call them and they call themselves abraham and one of and she very much focuses or they very much focus on the law of attraction and one of the practices that that she teaches which i love it's called the rampage so you say a series of phrases or words that help create momentum or or energy towards a particular topic um you know that, that you want to focus on yeah so in this case, since it's gratitude, we're going to do a rampage on gratitude. So I can start off and then you can continue. Okay, because I'm learning it. So. Okay. All right, go. So then this is so, um, you know, I'm grateful for uh, being able to, to have a baby because you know that uh, I, I couldn't get pregnant for a very long time. I'm grateful for his existence. I'm grateful that I get to know what it is to be a mom feel what it is to be a mom to be able to hold him i'm grateful for my job and the stability that it brings for the not having to want or or need anything to be able to give him everything that he you know he has special milk so be able to buy that milk for him being able to put clothes on his back being able to spend time with him being able to create a space where he can grow happy and healthy, uh, having creativity so that we can produce and create projects like this, having enough time to uh, spend with my friends, to spend with my family, to create. Do you want to continue from there? Yeah. I'm grateful for um, my child and all of the blessings that she's brought me, um, all of the challenges that came with being a mom, I'm grateful for those because they give you they just helped me grow in ways that I didn't think possible I'm grateful for my job for the amazing mentors and like role models that I've been gifted just working with the people that I work with because they're amazing I'm grateful that my daughter is healthy I'm grateful that I can pay for my daughter to have this college experience 
um, which not everybody gets. Yeah. I'm grateful that I can afford that. I'm grateful that I have a husband that supports my endeavors, that helps me in everything that we do in life. One of the things that I say all the time is that whatever I get to, whatever I achieve, it's because my husband's the batter, right? Um, grateful for that. I'm grateful for my, my family, which is nuts and is like huge and chaotic. But they um, bring me blessings every day, small things. It's little things. It's a gift in the middle of the day from my sisters or like a funny meme on Instagram. Yeah. It brings me joy. So I'm very grateful for those things. Yeah. I'm grateful for all of you, for the time that we get to spend together, for the continual learnings that we have, um, for the ability to sit and talk and live in a space and in a country that we can have the luxury of doing this and not worrying about, you know, not having a meal or war or just simply existing as women, not having, you know, to, to, or having the space to be who we are. Yep. To be a little silly, to have baby Ryan join us and be a guest star on today's episode. (laughs) Um, But gratitude for me is really important. Let's just take five minutes to talk about it. Gratitude is something that um, is very important in my life. I think it's very critical for everyone. It's very easy to focus on the bad things that happen every day. Yes. It's very easy to get mired in the the guilt, the Mm self-sabotage, the imposter syndrome, or whatever it is that we're experiencing in the moment. Negative things happen all the time. Things that we don't agree with us throw us off kilter. And for me, it's something that I I impart on my team and I make them do all the time is sit and just take a second and take a step back from whatever it is that you're going through and find those three small things. They're small. They're insignificant. But it's the small things. And it's in the little things where joy can be found. So sitting there and focusing on those small things. Yeah. It's it's horrible right now where, you know, it's raining on us or whatever. But there's always something to be grateful for in the moment. And kind of sitting in that, feeling it, embracing it, and just kind of like, just like being present in that gratitude changes the trajectory of a day, of a week, of a month, if you sit there in those moments of like pure peace. Yeah. It also changes your mindset because when you can find the silver lining in things and be grateful, even when you're in a bad situation, the more you do it, the more automatic it becomes. Yeah. And then things don't seem as dire. Yep. And one of the things that um, we'll talk about it, like I'm sure at some point, there's a book, it's called The Obstacle is the Way. It was written by one of like my favorite authors. He's a little funny. Um, it's called Ryan Holiday. And one of the things that they say in the book is that things aren't good or bad. They just are. Yeah. And it's what you project on a situation that makes it whatever it is. So when a situation happens or something that doesn't agree with it, it's a change, it's something new, whatever that is sitting back and just kind of acknowledging it for what it is and finding the positivity and the gratitude in that situation i think um can change the game for anybody one thousand percent so we invite you to be more grateful today we invite you to in the comments if you're watching this on youtube or if you're hearing us uh, write down three things that you're grateful for. It can be your cup of co- your cup of coffee today, a glass of wine in our case, <laughs> um, your bed sheets in the morning. It doesn't have to be anything complicated, but just live in gratitude today. 
and try to stay within that space the entire day. Yep. Great friend. Cheers to Cheers. that.